0: On today's episode, I spoke with Dee Acosta about pipeline growth in 2023 and outbound marketing. Dee is the senior director of sales and strategic growth at Modigy, and he's done 20 million in sales and set at least 2,000 outbound meetings in his career. So there's a lot to dive into here. Let's get started. So as, as we get started here, first, I want to give you a chance, obviously, to introduce yourself specifically through the lens of kind of where you are now and maybe the, the bullet points that have led to that throughout your career.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm Dia Acosta. Feel free to uh, look me up on LinkedIn. I, I have a top sales engineer badge, although I've never been a sales engineer. Um, but yeah, I I'm old. I I started selling into marketing at Forrester. I then went to Aberdeen Group, and I was there for the better part of eleven years, and that gave me firm understanding, it helped me know a lot of people because you know on analyst briefings, you know probably thousands of analyst briefings, but really a deep understanding of tech. And throughout that time, my buyer was marketing. And that could be marketing for content syndication. We had ABM platform, we had uh, contact data, uh, we had intent data. So we had a firm understanding there. I I then, uh, like a lot of people changed jobs in the middle of 2020, I went to Metadata, fantastic company, highly recommend them. I had a great experience and it taught me a lot about pure SaaS and, uh, you know, at that expense of SaaS and complex SaaS and how really marketing had changed, you know, uh, search and social become such drivers. And great team there. Uh, and then I was head of revenue at hockey stack briefly. Um, cool to be on board with a high growth company. That's very lean YC backed and has three brilliant founders. Uh, they do attribution, which is an important topic right now, but yeah, really proud of my resume. And, uh, now I am head senior director of sales and strategic growth here at MoDigi and MoDigi very simply, we provide really accurate mobile numbers for. Anyone that needs them, but primarily outbound teams, and it's been a great experience so far, I'm a little over a month, but meeting new teams, working with the very, uh, you know, went from like, so in my age to a very young team, a slightly older team now, and, uh, getting a new, uh, getting to know a new persona and that persona is primarily sales and sales ops. Um, but yeah, I know a lot. There's been selling to marketers for a long time. Been a lot of outbound. can talk about this forever, as uh, you'll see soon, Blake.
0: Yeah, I think a common thread here is going to be that, you know, weaving that alignment between sales and marketing here. So we'll we'll approach that from, from some different angles. But uh, starting kind of off with, there's this notion now that because we've seen layoffs, because for whatever reason, because of AI, there's like a bunch of things compiling right now that. Is leading marketers and salespeople to all do more with less. Yeah. Uh, that could absolutely. be fewer team members. It could be with like lower budgets, less tooling, whatever it may be. When you're thinking about pipeline growth right now, what are the strategies that are helping
1: marketers do more with less? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's one that, uh, you know, I think I, I can answer. So, you know, here I'm, I'm picking up a lot of the marketing and very fortunate that we have a great agency. Spencer, if you get this, uh, you're fantastic. Um, but there's also a lot of resources out there. So look, there's so many damn SaaS companies. Right. And you know, between layoffs and all this stuff, like you're going to be lean. Right. And that's the kind of the motto now It's like, why do we need a sales team of 20? Why do we need sales, a marketing team of 10? Um, so really what do you got to do, right? So first off, is that alignment, so trust between the team. How do you build that trust? It's really not complicated. It's uh, being authentic, being vulnerable, and then offering to the help. If somebody comes to you and they're like, "Hey, I hate bothering you, uh let me help." That goes a long way. And I've been fortunate; I've had a very good uh relationship with almost all the marketers I've worked with. There was one that, "Hey, why did it fall down?" I asked for help, and <laughs> the help wasn't going to be given. <laughs> Um, So that's the first thing, you know. It's all all hands on deck, right? And that goes for product too. Product can't skate by. The next part is the data, right? So the data does not lie. Um, so you have to look at that data. I am not a statistician. I uh, BI is too complicated for me. You know, I've, I've tried building stuff in Power BI. It's not worth my time. AI is really helping there. You can dump images and text, like raw CSV file text, start doing some analysis. I've done. I've created an ICP here. Uh, I've looked at, uh, created new pricing using margins, you know, really powerful stuff here, just because AI has enabled that. And that's something the team's got to do now too, is, is really lean into AI. So, Hey, content, you want to create great content every time. That's an art that takes time and effort and resources and feedback. You need to put something out. AI can really help you do that. And I've used that for so much of the content that we've created recently. And we'll continue to, because it's, it's not a big team. The last thing I want to heavily suggest to anyone that reads this, it is such a joy to work with good agency, right? It is such a joy to work with someone that you can outsource the data to outsource a job to because they want to do your vision and they want to get paid and they, they want to work with you. And we just can't, I'm not good. So website design, I'm nothing about website design. I know websites I like and I know what we need to do. And having a partner to help you with that is just transformational to your business. and can really help you scale. Um, and that goes for sales too. So I don't want sales to think like, oh, you know, what can I do, right? Sales. Hey, you want to start a podcast and you get an editor, go on Fiverr, right? Um, you want to create uh, a new deck, go on Fiverr. You want um, you know, you're struggling with some data assessment that AI can't do, find someone that can do that for you. And that really scales. So, uh, I'm talking too long, but I want to share a story, of metadata, Meta metadata, when I started, was a marketing team too. And there were two brilliant people, Jason Widout and Mark Huber. They're brilliant. They understand the human condition. I tell them, man, they just knew also who they wanted to work with and were able to lay that. And what did that lead itself to? Led it to really fast growing business, but they also helped create new products. Um, demand is their event. I think they had 8,000 or ten thousand registrants. You know that's really shows how much you can do with two really smart people and you know help. Um, yeah. You know, headcount, right? Saying hey, we need headcount, getting budgets for that is is not coming anytime soon, Blake. Maybe in twenty twenty four. So yeah, like we're collaboratively find resources that can help. It doesn't have to be perfect. AI is great. Um, yeah, yeah, all of those things, highly recommend.
0: So as a, from the lens of a marketer, if you're looking at this idea of marketer still has to drive pipeline, just that, that principle, Yeah. how has that changed from the first day that you started worrying about pipeline in your career to right now? Like what's, yeah. what's the delta, what's different, what's important now?
1: So when I started, it was all about the lead and even back then it felt wrong. Right. You can get leads. The heck is this? I sold a lot of leads and I would be, uh, you know, told, Hey, these leads are really good. Um, now it's so much more nuanced. You know, there's so much more content out there and there's so many more channels. And you're also dealing with like people consume content very differently, right? Like, um you know, I'm, I'm 40. I'm like in that middle, you know, I still like a PDF once again, but primarily video short form content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, not everybody is like that. Like, so somebody, uh, Lee Maroney from, uh, storybook marketing, he's, he's awesome, but he shared, he really likes the sponsored posts, right? Like someone, a leader's post. And I was like, uh, you know, ads and I'm like, I hate those. They remind me of buying Instagram followers, but now that I know you like them, uh, I I'll look at them differently. So, um, you know, where it was just about the lead. Now is it, it's about that whole, it sounds so cliche, but that buyer's journey, that buyer's journey is what's online, what's offline, multiple channels. Every piece of content's got to be created multiple channels. and you know, it's just about everything there that's involved with it. And that includes brand. You know, a brand is almost at the top, right? Because brand lubricates the sale, lubricates everything else that you're going to do. But, you know, then it goes down to things like delivery. The deliverability, your email cadences and, um, you know, engagement and all the data that we collect, you know, first party data is so powerful and third party data. So, you know, back then it was about the lead. You would call the leads and that was it. And now it's about, hey, how do we get people comfortable with this brand? How do we get maybe some ads in front of them, some content? How do we engage with them? Then how do we turn that engagement to a meeting? And then how do we funnel that down to a close? Uh, And then, you know, you're hearing a lot about Nearbow, which is networking. Um, and in some way, you know, at the same time, in some ways, it feels like we're going back, right? To like (laughs) when I started so many years ago, because it's like, hey, you need to do networking, you need to do outbound, you know, and marketing needs to work with sales to do outbound. They really do. And, uh, you still need all those great marketing efforts. So it's not easy for anyone. Um, but man, you have to, there's so much you have to do, and you have to treat each engagement not as a transactional one. It's the very simplest. It's not just a lead. It's, you know, a record. Um, I'm talking too much, but something else I'm going to share, you know, so think about, you know, big companies like Oracle and Microsoft. They have extremely complex compliance, right? So they can't just email anyone. So they buy a lot of content syndication. It works really well for them because they're getting an opt-in. So, you know, imagine how I started selling leads 15 years ago. You know, it was about, hey, we call them, we've set a meeting, close, and now it's just, we just need a lead because we need an opt-in. We just need to be able to, to message these people. So yeah, lots of changes, but it's probably for the better as a buyer. Um, I don't know, Blake, what do you think?
0: De- yeah, definitely. And and you talked briefly about outbound there. there there's a lot going on with, you know, you, you mentioned nearbound as well. Let's, let's focus yeah. on the outbound side of this. I know that you have probably been in your fair share of uh, meetings, sales pitches, other outbound oh. activities. What is it about outbound right now that's actually interesting to you?
1: So I love that question. Thank you, Blake. That's a really good question, man. So this is what gets me excited about outbound. Um, so it's an all-bound approach, right? Everyone, I, I was at Nearbound Summit, and they're great, but they were talking about, you know, they're just on another channel. It's like, don't just do on another channel. Like, it's just, like, we're, there's time to do every channel here. Um, so it's really oral hands on deck, right? So it's working with marketing as a, a, a rep or an SDR team and saying, hey, what's our brand? You know, what's our value proposition? What are our buyers, you know? What's their logo look like? You know, what's working? What's rest? What ads are getting clicked? And then it's understanding that to form, you know, your individual messaging within the company and then using that for that all bound approach. So, hey, connect on LinkedIn, right? I can post on LinkedIn, post on LinkedIn, uh, network, right? Who knows who or their networking groups, because people make introductions, um, do that traditional outbound, you know, and that's, that's calling that's. People are like outbound doesn't work. I'm like phones don't work. I met with two very unicorn teams that are like, yeah, all our leads are from from we just had our best quarter ever, and they were all from the phone. So, you know, get that phone, get that email, work on your email. Like, Lavender is a great tool. Work with AI and and fix that. And then, you know, it's almost a mentality, right? Like, how am I going to get that that lead? How am I going to get this conversation? So, uh, something that I've noticed is I've been to industry events and hosted a booth, it's useless, never works, never getting value. But I've been to industry events and just roam the floor and I know who I want to meet with. You know, I, I scope them out in advance and, you know, I can look at a badge now and like read badge <laughs> and be on them and be like, know who they are, what company. Um, and I've walked out, you know, with a minimum of 60K from those events. So, you know, it's a very, it's how am I going to get the conversation? And part of that is the excitement over have a conversation, we're going to do something good. Um, but yeah, that all bound approach gets me excited. Um, yeah, like, you know, there, there are sales reps who in after COVID thought they were really good and they got complacent, maybe marketing was sending them leads. So there was an idea that, Hey, marketing can just do this, um, it's a good term. Like we can just rely on marketing to fill pipelines and, or, you know, any one channel that's just gone now, now it's like, Hey, it's all hands on deck. Um, and then my joke is blame product. If <laughs> You do it all right, and nobody wants to buy. That's product's fault. It's not your. But yeah, that's a scenario. that's what gets me excited now. You, you'd mentioned lavender
0: is a tool for for email that can help there. Uh, what what other tools? When we're talking pipeline, um, we're talking about demand gen, lead gen, all this. What what do you like right now that that's in your tool belt that if it went away, you'd actually be pretty upset about it?
1: So. Uh, Great question. So we have visitor ID software, so you need to know who comes to the website. And the more real time, the better, the more alerts. Uh, I use Apollo. Their uh, plugin is phenomenal. Uh, Notion is great. Notion is just such a powerful tool. Um, We use Salesforce and Pardot. Salesforce has a really good plugin now. And Pardot, I'm not a fan of. I'm not really a fan of the HTML email in general. Um, But if I was a marketer, what I use... I think it would be those, and then I also really like Qualify. Uh, qualified is Salesforce native, but it's more than chat, it's like an engagement tool with routing. And that tool I've used a lot of intent tools, that's the first tool tool I've, I've started my day with. So, I would say those are some of the tools, but it's mainly you know that the agency they're helping so much with just website design and stuff like that. Like Webflow, I've seen some really cool stuff with Webflow. Um, uses Webflow, and they're doing some amazing stuff. But it's, you know, that that's for me. Now, we had a bigger marketing team. You know, what would that look like? We would definitely create composable CDP. So we would work with one of the uh, data warehouse providers created composable CDP to work off that. Uh, but that's, yeah, my two cents.
0: Awesome. Uh, last question here before we wrap up. The attribution challenge. So this is cool. something you had brought up before. We're not going to be able to fix this all together, but Sales and marketing, there's like different incentives, different people want credit for some things and don't want credit for others. Yeah, and then I mean, on top of that, even just measuring, you know, calling back to earlier, you had mentioned how you want people to be comfortable with your brand. Well, how do you how do you kind of balance all yeah. that? How do you measure what brand comfortability looks like in terms of a metric? And how do you think about who should kind of be owning that or thinking more about it?
1: Yeah, there, there are several ways. Um, so you can... Build this, uh, but they're great tools. Hockey Stack where I work, is a fantastic tool. Dream Data, their their data is phenomenal, but you really have to start to correlate. Um, those those high brand activities, so engagement with organic social, engagement with ads, this is the website, and then ideally you'd want to weigh them. But if you can't, that's fine. Don't weigh them. Um, but you have to really look at those. And you have to look at the carry on effect. So. We had a uh, organic post that drove, you know, hundred thousand views and how many of those views, you know, turned into opportunities. Like so people that looked at it, et cetera, even at the company level. Um, and then, you know, website visits. So, you know, I, I so good content in general, whether it's an own media brand you know, how many repeat visitors do we have and how many of those repeat visitors turn into opportunities. So really, you know, not social listening, but look at quantitative impact of when your brand is out there um and then you know like hey if there's a big big brand initiative our sales happening faster are you getting more leads you know things like that um yeah at HockeySec, that was a big question uh, our ceo does some really powerful stuff there my former ceo does some really powerful stuff there um but it's the thing is look it doesn't have to be complex, right? You just have to show something and you have to have data for it. And you have to let that data speak for itself. whether you're in sales or marketing. And that's incredibly powerful. Um, and I think that's gets lost in the sauce. sometimes, Because marketers and sales, we're like emotional people. You know, we we don't want to dive into the data. But hey, if you can say, hey, we had 100,000 people on the website last month. You know, good number. And 99% of them, sorry, not 90%, like 20% of them turned into... Uh, opportunities well, that would be incredible. First of all, <clears throat> um, that's great. Yeah, share that. You know, and then if sales comes back six months later, none of those turned into opportunities. Well, got to refine something. Um, so, yeah. But it's a f- you know, it's kind of fun, right, Blake? Do you have fun with this stuff? Like, there's so many cool tools out there. Different ways to tell a puzzle. Uh,
0: I'm not an attribution guy at all. I uh, <laughs> I am I'm a creative marketer, not a not an analytical one. So. <laughs>
1: to all my creative marketer friends out there um hey keep on doing we need you like it's the best like good content right creative funny content but think about on the back end like how can i tie this to an outcome uh so i have a very good friend he's awesome i'm not going to mention his name but he's aware of that like they're having record years and record he's like as soon as we have a bad month somebody's going to ask me what's the roi of this and unfortunately, the creative marketers, like they're still looked as, as a nice to have. You know, you know, teams, there's another very good one is they're always like, hey, should we cut this? Like every meeting? And it's like, no, like that's half our pipeline. So hey, do that creative, awesome stuff. That's what's important, but also, you know, tie, you know, views to a website, you know, just something silly like that. And your career will be better for it. You have my word on that. So do your great work, Try a little bit of attribution to it um and then you'll get it from then you'll be vp and you can do as much creative stuff as you want exactly